You're listening to The Lightwalker's Path with Serena Myers, the podcast that sparks real, raw, honest conversations about what it actually means to live a spiritual life. Serena is a sacred soul mentor who guides people to tap into their heart's truth so they can live their lives with purpose on purpose. This is episode 26 of The Lightwalker's Path. I'm Serena Myers, and I am so glad that you're here today. I want to talk a little bit about co-creating with the divine, and this isn't going to be a big talky-talky episode because I also have this beautiful thing I'd love for you to experience. So if you don't know, last week I hosted um, a five-day event called Move Into Miracles, and so much of this work was about clearing out the stuff. So our old beliefs, our old patterns, um, any of our programming, um, whether it's, you know, our own stories or whether it was from society or from our parents or our culture or whatever, just basically clearing out the muck that is in the way of the miraculous. We currently are the things that are in the way of um, where we are right now and the life that we want to create. And so much has to do with just opening up your heart, being really clear about what you want to invite in and then making that happen. And so at the end of this episode, I'm going to actually invite you if you are not um, in a place where you have my where I have your uninvited attention, I'm going to recommend that you actually come back to this episode, there's going to be an 11 minute guided journey into the cosmos, uh, where you will meet Archangel Orion, who's the angel of the stars, who's going to help you to get true about what you're feeling inside and what your heart is craving and what is currently in the way. So with that in mind, let's talk about co-creating with the divine. A lot of people have this sort of preconceived notion that this is something that only psychics and intuitives do. They think that it's for the chosen few and not for the everyday person. And I can tell you, um, given that aside from my own reluctance to claim the term psychic, uh, this is absolutely 100% not true. Miracles and co-creating with the divine, working with your angels and guides are for everyone. So what do I mean about that? And how do I know this to be true? At the beginning of my journey, I was uh, just the time of my Saturn return, really, and really wanting to manifest the love of my life. And part of what was in the way of all of that was um, a lot of shame, a lot of judgment, and a lot of anger I had towards myself, in particular about past relationship choices that I had made. Some of that being um, who I got involved with, which was inappropriate for so many different reasons, depending on the relationship itself, Um, but not following my own intuition and not honoring uh, the warning flags that I saw. There was just a lot of frustration with myself for... um, you know, I always say don't shut on yourself, but I always felt I should have known better and I should have done better. So the first step for me was clearing out all of that and doing a lot of forgiveness work between me and the divine, where I acknowledged the things that I felt really shitty about in my past and cleared them away. Big, deep forgiveness work. This was before I was even working with the angels. Honestly, uh, if I was to do this exercise today, I would basically just meditate with Archangel Jeremiah for a month and it would go way faster. But I didn't know that then. And we do what we can with what we have. So that is what I did. A lot of letter writing with the divine. And every time I would have a relationship that ended, I would go back to my list of things that I was looking for in a partnership. And by the time I met my husband, that list was like four pages long. So uh, also I should note in that time, 
my own father told me that my standards were too high and that I should consider lowering them. And if anyone ever says that to you, you just tell them exactly where to go and particularly with a map of how to get there as well. But this is how I know it to be true. My husband is almost every single thing on this list. He's certainly all of the need to haves and he's most of the nice to haves. So, um, and it's not just relationships. I've done this with the last probably four houses that I've lived in where I've gotten really, really clear about what it is that um, I'm looking for, how much I want to pay, what I want it to feel like, look like, etc. And then I end up with those spaces. Now, what we're talking about is manifestation, law of attraction, absolutely. But how is that not miraculous? And really, what we're talking about is dialoguing with the divine. It's getting really clear about what it is that we want to welcome into our life and then clearing out the stuff uh, that's currently in the way of getting there. When it comes to clearing, um, I have such an affinity for and love for Lord Ganesh. So if you're not familiar with him, he is a Hindu elephant god. And his whole thing is around um, removing obstacles. That's really the energy that he brings to a meditation. I have um, this beautiful chant that's on one of my Spotify playlists. You're welcome to go and dig around in my profile because everything is pretty much publicly available. And it's Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha. I'm probably bastardizing that, but um, that's the chant that is devoted to Ganesh. And what I really love about his energy is because when we think about release, we often have it as being like this really like dense and serious and heavy thing. And that can feel kind of burdensome. Like it's actually not any fun to let stuff go. And then we start to put it off and put it off until it kind of devours us. And what I love about Ganesh's energy is that even though he's like all about the business, like he gets shit done and clears stuff out. He does it with such levity. Um, when I find myself taking things way too seriously, he shows up almost like the Kool-Aid man bursting through the wall. And that visual always makes it so funny for me because I can't be super serious when I'm imagining an elephant god bursting through the wall going, oh yeah. So it's um, really wonderful to be able to work with different energies that are um, really already supporting that work. Sometimes we have this whole story about how we're doing these things by ourselves, but the whole point to co-creating with the divine and to manifesting miracles is that we're not alone. And we have, you know, this kind of spiritual dream team with us. And it's not always angels and it's not always ascended masters. Sometimes we're doing that work with um, crystals, for instance. So when I'm doing a lot of release work, particularly when I have kind of my eye on the prize of something and I know that I've got different things that are in the way, I have this massive beautiful piece of black tourmaline that I will release into and it holds so much space for me it grounds me and it gives me an outlet we just need somewhere that we can send this stuff and I I will preface this with uh, clear your crystals regularly particularly if you're using them for um, any kind of release work because they will break, <laughs> as I have found out in the past. This current piece of black tourmaline is actually so huge, I'd be surprised if I could break it. But I also don't want to put that out as a challenge to the divine either. So just, you know, it's part of your energetic care. Take care of yourself. Take care of your things. Um, lately, I have also been working with Orasoma products. It's been about a year now that I've really been connecting with them. I've talked about this in my Spirit on the Go podcast episode. So if you want some more specifics, you can go into that. But in terms of clearing things out, especially if I've had a bad day, especially if I'm somewhere that I can't just burn some sage, which is um, one of my favorite ways to clear some things, uh, I will use the white orosoma. 
The beauty of this, particularly if you're someone who does a lot of healings or if you're doing uh, readings, it's a wonderful way that I use to clear in between sessions to help make sure that I'm a clear kind of channel and that everything is coming through for the right people and that there isn't any kind of crossover that's going on there. But now I'm getting into something completely different. Right now we're talking about co-creating with the divine. So there is that need to clear out the muck. But the other part that I think is really overlooked in a lot of this type of work is getting the ultra crystal clear about what it is you want to create and why you want to create it. Why does this matter to you? So oftentimes, you know, we get caught up in the keeping up with the Joneses. We get caught up with the latest fad on Instagram. We get distracted by all the things that we quote unquote, here's that word again, should, want, need, have. And in reality, that's not what our heart wants. When I got really clear about um, what it is my heart was craving, it was the word freedom. And I thought, that's interesting. Can you expand on that for me? And my heart said, I want to have the freedom to say yes to every opportunity that really speaks to me on a deep level. And I was like, okay, cool. What does that mean? And it was the financial means, the time, the flexibility, the energy, and the stamina to be able to say yes. And can you see how that is such a more personal and such a very specific way of feeling? And then I go, okay, great. How do I build my life to experience freedom? Whereas if you look at every Facebook ad that's targeting online entrepreneurs for existence, everything is the six figure, whatever, the seven figure, whatever. And it's all about the money. It's not about what the money provides. And I don't think money, to be honest, is driver enough. It's not personal enough. It's a commodity. We need to make it so that it's vivid to us where we can actually say, okay, cool. This is what my day looks like. This is how I feel when I'm experiencing it. And when we're doing this exercise, we really have to cast out, almost put blinders on all of the stuff that everyone and every ad and society is telling us that we should be, do, want, have. We have to get really clear about what our heart is asking for, not just what we should have. And we're going to get into that a little bit with the with the journey to Archangel Orion because it is both clear about like getting clear about what it is that you want to create and then what is the way right now and then it's opening up to the willingness to let that go. That willingness piece is often really really overlooked. And particularly when you catch yourself in the space of resistance, you can come back to that and say, "Okay, you know, I really want to commit to, let's use one of my examples, going back to not eating any gluten, but I have this resistance to it. So instead, I'm going to actually reframe it so that I am praying for the willingness to honor my body, as opposed to trying to just push through the desire to eat a really beautiful pastry. (laughs) So your willingness to be open to co-create, to do things differently, is actually um, almost as important as getting clear about what it is that you want and how it's going to feel for you. And the last piece that I think is super important when we're talking about co-creating with the divine is opening our hearts. Because let's be honest, modern society, we are just inundated with information, with demands, with pressure. It's so go, go, go. We are an instant gratification society and we are always frigging on, always. And so to be able to navigate the world in that way, particularly if you are someone who identifies as being, you know, sensitive of any kind, 
it can be super overwhelming. And the way that we get by is we close down. We start to shut off our hearts a little bit. We start to guard ourselves. And while that helps us to not get overwhelmed or burnt out or bummed out, that's great, but it also um, blocks all the good stuff too. And so if you can consciously choose to open up your heart, really experience love and gratitude in this really deep way, and then like close it like most of the way, just leave it that tiny little crack open so that the love can, you know, come in and out, but where you're not just blown open and vulnerable to all the energies of your day, you're going to find that there is something really beautiful that happens and takes place. It becomes this, hmm this gentleness in this way that you show up because you start to show up more openly and more vulnerably. Yes, you're going to attract miracles. Yes, you're going to attract more reasons to be grateful. Yes, good things are going to flow your way and you're going to feel them more deeply. But it's also how you show up differently because when we carry ourselves in the world with our guards down or at least most of the way down, how we interact with people is totally different. We're able to come from this place of service. We're able to lead with our hearts. We're not afraid to do that because we know that we have consciously chosen to open ourselves up and that we know good things are coming. Again, we're not flinging the door open and like, you know, walking out basically heart open, exposed and naked. We're talking about keeping the door open a crack so that we're not blocking all the good stuff from coming our way. So when we're co-creating with the divine, so much of it is actually just recalibrating ourselves, getting really honest about what it is that we want, why we want it, and opening up to being able to receive it. It's not just closing your eyes, meditating, and kumbayaing until your face turns blue, and then waiting for opportunities to drop from the sky. It's this ongoing dialogue with the divine, with the angels, with your guides. It is refining it. So remember when I said every time my relationship would end, I'd go back to my list and I would refine what it was I was looking for in a partnership. It's being willing to be flexible, to try things out, to put yourself out there and see how it goes and then recalibrate if necessary, because we're not always going to get it right the first time. So with all of that being said, I'd like you to now, if you are in a position to do so, to get yourself in a cozy position so we can dig into the journey to Archangel Orion that came from the Move Into Miracles uh, program last week. If you are cruising around right now, this is not the time. Do please come back to this episode. I'm going to actually wrap things up before we get into the meditation so that um Everything is nice and complete and I'm not kind of pulling you out of the zone when you're finished with this journey. You can really dig in, dig into your journal and unpack the things that you found in the meditation. So let me just tell you this. If this kind of stuff is resonating for you, if you're ready for more miracles, if you're ready to flex that muscle of trust with the divine and you're really wanting to build that co-creative relationship, then you are going to want to join me for my new program, Due North. It's going to be starting in January, but registration is on now until the end of the month um, or until the spots are filled, whichever happens first. And this is going to be a three-month container where we really look at your gifts, where we help you to remove these obstacles where you can get clear on your heart's content and what it's asking for and where you start to build this relationship uh, between yourself and your inner knowing as well as the divine so that you can carry yourself in the world with more confidence, with more purpose and with more certainty of who you are and what you are here to do. So that is all happening um, 
in January. It's going to run from January to March. There's an online portion and an in-person portion taking place in White Rock, BC. I'm going to go ahead and add the link to the sales page in the episode notes, and I would absolutely love if you joined me there. Okay, so that is it for this episode. Let's now get kind of cozy and open up to the journey into the stars with Archangel Orion. Find yourself in a comfortable position. You want to give yourself the gift of some uninterrupted time to dig into this work together today. And after you're done, you'll want to drink some water and grab a journal and really just dig into everything that is revealed to you immediately after this meditation. So let's begin. Take a nice deep breath. And into this space, we are going to invite in all of the angels, guides, and ascended masters, those who are known and those who are unknown, who are here walking alongside you in support of your highest good, your highest truth, and your highest purpose. We're going to ask them to come forward and hold this space and to hold your body as we explore into the cosmos. I'm going to invite you now to take three deep grounding breaths. And every time you exhale, feel your energy reach down, 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 deep into the earth below you. You can feel roots anchoring from the base of your spine, reaching into the earth, supporting you. And then above you, in your mind's eye, I want you to imagine this beautiful ball of golden light hovering about 10 feet above your head. The ball starts to slowly unravel into this beautiful spiral of golden light that twists and turns gracefully, slowly down, dancing towards the top of your head. And it begins to touch you and it fills you with light. And that golden light trickles down over your head and your ears, and your neck and your shoulders, and goes over your chest, and your back, goes down over your buttocks and your sex organs, goes down your legs, down your feet, and then you feel that same golden light reach down into the earth, connecting with the breath that has brought you here and held you in this space. You are grounded. You are supported. You are connected to the earth and guided by her love. As above, so below. And with the next breath, I invite you to feel yourself moving up, 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 out of your body, out of the room, out of the building you're in, 
up, up, up into the sky. You're amongst the clouds, you can see the blue sky around you and you continue just moving up, up, up into the stars. And as you sit in this space, levitating amongst the stars, you can feel a presence moving slowly towards you. You can feel the love and the magic. And as this form starts to get closer and starts to take better, clearer shape, you can see before you Archangel Orion, who is inviting you now to get clear about what you wish to call into the earth. When they say the sky is the limit, you are the sky and there is no limit here. And as you take a nice big deep breath in, tune into your heart center and you ask, what do I truly want? And just be with that for a moment. You take another deep breath and you ask, how do I want to feel each day? And be with that too. And then with Archangel Orion's hand placed on your chest, right in the center of your heart, you're invited to ask, why do I not have this already? What do I believe? Where am I stuck? What hurt am I holding on to? What is in the way?
and again with his love and his support. You're asked, who do I have left to forgive and for what? give myself for. And as you ask yourself this, be aware of how it feels within your body to have these answers and this awareness come up. to make your way slowly out of the stars back into the blue sky with the clouds slowly slowly drifting like a feather falling back into the room where your body sits back into your body inviting all of your energy back up out of the earth so that you're here and here and now Wiggle your fingers and your toes, feel the seat beneath you, and when you're ready, open your eyes, grab your journal, and start jotting down any of the feelings, observations, and ideas that have come through during this practice today.